Hey everyone, I'm Josh Brown, and you're listening to the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Josh Brown, and today we're talking about the second part of our series on how to build a creative business from scratch. So let's dive in. But first, a recap. Last week, we talked about four things that you need to be doing right now if you want to start to build a creative business from scratch. The first was you need to work harder and faster than everyone else. The second was you need a niche without having a niche. The third was you need to work for people before you work for yourself. And finally, You just need some cash. We dove in at the very end a little bit on systematizing your processes, and this is going to start us off today. I'm really excited about this one because I'm still learning this myself. (laughs) This is the beauty of business. It's almost like an experimental process, right? You're in this mode of building and growing and making and creating, but at the same time, you're always in the middle of experimenting. You're experimenting with both your business ideas, your programs you're creating or services that you have, or maybe the staff and the way that you're putting teams together and building relationships with clients. You're always in the middle of experimenting and with today's power of social media, you're just simply always in the middle of experimenting what works and how to like hack the algorithm. (laughs) That's the biggest uh, sort of venture that's out there today is how to hack the Instagram algorithm. Everybody wants to know because you know you can make money online if you end up doing the right things at the right time in the right way. So let's dive into how to systematize your processes by talking about the fact that you need to systematize your processes. This thing has been the hardest part for me in business because I really grew up in a culture that didn't systematize processes. I grew up in a farming culture and we had certain things that we needed to do and we needed to get done, but I wasn't mentally aware of what those things were most of my life. And it wasn't until after I actually left the farm that I began to really process and understand what I had been exposed to. I just didn't have a desire at the time. I was too young and I was involved in too many other things to really pay attention to all of the processes and the systems that you needed in place in order for that farm to work and operate properly. So what have I done in the life of Soulheart to systematize our processes and what am I doing right now? This is probably the best advice that I can give any of you. But before we get there, we need to back it up to about six years ago when I made a change in my life. This change wasn't starting Soul Heart, despite what most of you are probably thinking. Nope, that was five years ago. A year before I ever started Soul Heart, I took a class on lynda.com on time management. <laughs> this was one of my issues. I recognized very early on I was a procrastinator. I waited to the last second to get things done, and then I did it as fast as I can. I was talking to someone recently about college, and college brings back a lot of memories because there were many late and sleepless nights trying to get those papers done and turned in, 
but it was only because I didn't do them when I should have. In fact, this individual I was talking to uh, is a great friend of mine, and he is starting his first semester at college, and he was like, dude, this is incredible. They give you the syllabus so you can go ahead and work on everything that's due for the next several weeks if you want. So he started his very first day of college. He spends three hours after all of his classes trying to get work done for the next two weeks so he can have the freedom to do what he wants to do. And I love this mentality because I didn't have that back in college. I had the mentality of I'll get the work done, but I'm going to wait till the last second, pull an all-nighter, and be like just slammed on all sides because you know it would never fail something would go wrong your computer would crash or your printer would run out of ink or stop working in those days you had to print things and now i think you just email mostly but uh when you experience a crunched deadline you can produce a lot but when that deadline could have been accomplished weeks earlier you're going to probably produce something that's not the highest quality product or paper that you could have done on your own weeks earlier. This is the biggest challenge that I have faced in my life. And so six years ago, I made a change. I went and I took a time management course that taught me how to data dump all of the information going on in my head so that it would clear the space in order to go and get the task at hand done. And I began to break things down into those tasks so I would know what needed to get done. Now, fast forward six years, we've been running Soul Heart for five years now, and things have grown to the point where it's no longer just me. I rely on a team of part-time people and help and contractors, and I rely on people that are in the States, all over the place, some that are overseas. And so how do I manage all of that and still make sure that my business is getting everything accomplished that it needs to so that we can be successful? So the real question here is how do you systematize your business? This is the breakdown. First, you're gonna break all the projects that you have into tasks. I actually use Trello, trello.com. Go there, check it out. It's based on the Japanese Kanban board concept, which is you basically create columns and in those columns you have almost like sticky notes or cards and on those cards are various tasks and everything is based around moving a task from like ready to start over to in process to completed or whatever other columns that you need to create in the middle of all of that. And on your cards, you can create checklists. So for instance, if I have a new website that I'm about to create, I go into that Trello card and I create a brand new card that says design website. Now, that's one card's one project we have three kind of avenues of it we have design we have development and then we have build and launch and that's kind of our final process and our stage there so at the beginning of the process though we have design now design is broken down into many elements there's the design of the home page there's the design of certain elements throughout the site maybe it's buttons maybe it's the typography maybe we're going to have certain features that just need a little bit extra design we're going to design an interior page we're going to design templates for various components like a blog or for some of our church products like churchpress.co we're going to design a sermons page 
and we break all of these things down so that I can see the task. This is the key to systematizing. You need to be able to visualize the task. You're gonna break down your whole project into sub-projects and then ultimately tasks. Now, you have to figure out who can best do those tasks. In a business where you are the owner, this will be trial and error. I don't care who you are, how great your time management is, and how great your ability to move staff around and put them all in their strengths or put them in the right place or build the right teams. This is always trial and error. You can ask my contractors, my part-time team, anybody that works with me has done something that's not normally the thing that they expected to do, all because business moves Fast. We live in this era. Like I said, we're in social media. Things are exploding every day. You're going to be asked to do things that you don't normally want to do if you work for me. And that's okay because it's going to help grow you. It's going to serve the purpose of the business. And then ultimately, it's going to help me systematize the business so that I can break everything down into a task and put the resources that I have right now in the areas that I best need help in. This is absolutely huge. What what are what else are you going to do? Well, in order to have proper time management and in order to get people those tasks, you have to learn how to delegate. Delegate is this one's so big, it's not even going to be a sub point. This is going to be point number 2. Like you need to systematize your processes and you need to delegate everything you can after you've done everything. What I mean by this is Don't be that owner. (laughs) Do not be the owner who lets other people figure out your business for you. You want to delegate responsibility, but only after you understand it. I saw this for years working at the YMCA. It's actually started when I first got married to my wife. She worked at the YMCA at the front desk area, and she was always telling me about the fact that she had some different exec level um, bosses of hers who would come in and try to operate the front desk area, but they didn't know the basic membership software. And I just thought it was an individual that maybe needed to learn some more stuff or maybe hadn't taken the time during the intro to the YMCA course that she had to go through. But later on, I got a chance to work at the YMCA where I spent six years working in Middle Tennessee, a little over six years. And during that time, I saw countless executive directors, vice presidents, and even CEOs who could not come in and operate the front desk membership software. Now, you might say, well, that's not their responsibility, and I would agree. However, if you don't know the basics and you don't know how it's being used, and this is the thing that drives in the most money to your organization, then I think you are a poor leader. Sorry, it's just the way it is. You are not a good leader if you haven't understood the basic parts of your business that are driving in the most revenue. You have to delegate this thing responsibly, but you've got to do it only after you understand it. You might put people in place, but if you don't understand what those people are doing, then you're never going to be able to affect them and help them change in order to meet the needs and the goals of your organization. So it's okay to not be the best or even be in charge of it, but you need to know how it all works. The next thing that you have to do in order to systematize is you need to be the leader. 
No one is as passionate about your business or your company as you are if you're at the top of the food chain. So it's completely unfair for you to expect other people to do the same level of work and have the same level of understanding as you do. This is my greatest weakness. I am so passionate when it comes to my business. I'm so passionate when it comes to problem solving other people's businesses. And when I talk to the people that work with me and for me, a lot of times I'm expecting them to accomplish or do what I do. And this is a misguided expectation. It's taken me a really, really long time to learn this, but I'm, and I'm still working on it, honestly. Many times I'm like, how could you not know how to do this thing after I've shown you so many times? But the reality is people that don't buy into it or don't have the ownership capacity that you do in the thing that you're trying to build they're not going to have the same level of productivity that you do. And so therefore, you have to know this going into it. When I delegate now, I don't put people that aren't equipped with the right resources or tools or expertise to do certain jobs because I know it's only going to create a headache for me and a frustration of my leadership for them. And then what happens? Well, then things fracture and they break apart and they're not in a good place to be able to be successful. Or what ends up happening is you spend more time working in your business than working on your business. This is my biggest weakness. Like I said, I'm trying so hard every single day to grow better at this. And this is part of that experiment. It's always a trial and error and experimental process because you don't have all the resources in the world. Right now, I don't have unlimited money, so I only have a certain amount that I can work with other people on, and I have to spend some of that trying to figure out the best way to serve our company through the delegation and through the contractors that we have in our roster. And let's face it, there's just times where things slip through the cracks or there's times where a client's like, hey, I need this done right away and you have to find somebody who can do it or do it yourself. Now, when you're trying to systematize, this is something that has been sort of a challenge and I'm still trying to figure it out as I go, like I said, but when you're trying to systematize, there's several places you can look for organization. And I think two of the biggest places that we just always think about is military and fast food. <laughs> there, there is so much structure involved in the military. And in fact, you can read about it online. You can watch videos about it. You can, um, in fact, I would encourage you, like go find some special forces videos, Navy SEALs, you know, Army Green Rangers, like whoever it is that's out there, go and find um, some special forces videos and watch those and learn the discipline it takes to create a well-rounded army of individuals that are high performers and many times they started out as low performers. In fact, this is one of the keys of leadership is being able to take somebody who is a low to average performer and accomplish high achievement. What this means is you need to systematize your company or your business or your product so well that no matter what the person's skill set coming into it, the output is always going to meet or exceed your expectations. 
this is what happens in fast food every single day. Um, last week I recommended, and I always recommend it to anyone I meet, The E-Myth Revisited. And The E-Myth Revisited is a book that takes a dive into McDonald's. <laughs> and what they look at, no, is not the low-quality food part of McDonald's, but what they look at is the fact that anyone can come into McDonald's at a basic understanding of fast food and get trained quickly and efficiently so that they're able to then produce the product quickly and efficiently. <laughs> That's the goal, to maximize the time and reduce the amount of decisions. In fact, recently I was reading a book called The Power of Habit, and The Power of Habit talks about Tony Dungy. And Tony Dungy was a football coach for years, and eventually he won a Super Bowl and retired ever soon after. But Tony had a philosophy, which was don't try to teach them new ways of thinking, but instead try to make everything routine and habitual. So what this looks like is when you make everything, even your decisions, routine and habits that are born and built into you, then over time, you're just going to naturally react to them. This is what systematizing your processes looks like. Create simple tasks so that people can do them over and over and over until they just become second nature. You're not really teaching new tricks. You're not teaching people to problem solve. You've already problem solved. You've already created the business. You're teaching people how to take the order and do the task. And together as a team, you're going to succeed. No longer in a business is it an I. It's always a team. You are a team. You have people around you. You have people underneath you. And eventually, your goal is to see that multiply more and more and more until some of those people that are right underneath you can come up to a higher level and can have people underneath them that they're leading and training just like you are. So make sure that you follow these processes. Make sure that you get those books, The Power of Habit. I highly recommend E-Myth Revisited. There's another one called The Checklist Manifesto. Uh, the Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey, back in the day, used to make every single employee read this book because in Japanese culture, and particularly in the medical industry, where a lot of mistakes were happening, and they were costing people's lives, they started to use checklists, breaking down everything into simple tasks they could just check off, and eventually they saw this change the face and culture to where the medical industry was no longer essentially killing people. So systematizing processes can save lives. I love that philosophy. So check those books out. I highly, highly recommend them. Ultimately, you just need to remember, if you want to start a creative business and if you want to see it succeed, you have to be willing to go to great links like these in order to set yourself up for success. This is the key to getting to the next level. Now, some of you are at a level above me. That's great. That's still the key to get to the next level, get better, get more efficient, get stronger, delegate more, find other ways to maximize your time, maximize your value using the people that work with and for you. If you aren't at the level that I'm at, same thing. You might have to have more responsibility right now because you don't have people in place or you don't have the resources in place. The first thing I would just simply say is 
maybe charge more so you can experiment with that or find a friend who's willing to work for free and experiment with delegating and systematizing and giving tasks or better yet, start with yourself. Find the way to go and break down every single project into as many tasks as you can, even if they seem menial, even if they seem like I can remember this one day. Because remember, our goal is to scale, is to grow, is to progress. And eventually you will already have done all the work required to blueprint your way that you just went in order to be successful. So moving and transitioning from freelancer to full-time business owner, being able to start a creative business, all of these things go and apply to whatever level and stage of growth that you're in. Systematizing is the key to success. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in once again to the Follow Your Soul Heart podcast. I'm so humbled and excited to have you along on this journey. In fact, I'm going to be creating a video uh, series in this very topic very, very soon because I really believe there's so much more that I can unpack for you and I want you to reach out to me if this is something that interests you. So go right now to your email Send an email to josh at soulheart.co.com. Click in the subject area and type, I want to learn more about the video series because I want to make sure that I'm creating content that brings you value and doesn't waste your time. So hit me up on email, find me on Instagram, Twitter. You know all the handles. If you don't, I'll include them in the links below on SoundCloud. If you haven't been there yet, go to soulheart.co slash podcast. You'll get there. And ultimately, reach out to me and let me know what it is that you struggle with, what the things are that you're trying to accomplish that you just need a little more practical help and direction on because this video series is for you. I want to take what I've learned. I want to take even the areas that I have yet to learn, but I know about and I want to grow towards and communicate that to you. So you're able to understand what it takes to have a thriving and successful creative business that you have built from scratch. Hey, look, if I can do it, you can do it. I started this thing five years ago. Here we are. We're still trudging along. We've got teams. We've got people in place. We've got uh, contractors around the world. It's really awesome, really fun. But ultimately, I wake up every single day and I'm completely fulfilled with what I do. I know my purpose. I know my calling. And there's nothing greater than that in this life. So thank you guys again for being a part of this thing, being a part of the journey. Adopt this whole motto. Follow your soul heart. That is what we're all trying to do here as we work together to create some of the most incredible businesses making huge and incredible impacts on people's lives all around the world. Thanks for your attention. I'm so humbled. This has been another episode of the Follow Your Soul Heart podcast.